With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Well, thank you very much. Yes, we're recorded live. Today is the 389th episode of You Can Build It Your Business. I'm your host, Chuck Bartok. Most important thing here is the wonderful people who call in and share wonderful ideas, stories, successes, and ask questions on how to grow their businesses. It's been going on for a few years, obviously. And recently, as I've mentioned in most recent shows, uh, I personally have been involved in the publishing business recently, and I've met people who are authors. Uh, Books may or may not be published yet. And uh, what I have found out is applying some of the simple marketing procedures that I've used for the last almost 60 years work just as well for books as it does for insurance, real estate, food, um, uh, you know, buildings. Uh, it, it, everything works the same, folks. Um, selling, uh, selling your services as a doctor, selling your services as a dentist, as an accountant, as an attorney. The basic principles of growing a business are all the same. And, but what I found out in getting involved with people who are of the literary bent, that for some reason they shy away from that. They don't even, I mean, I've had people tell, well, I just don't have time to get involved in marketing my book. And what's interesting is when you ask them, how many books did you sell? And they said, "Uh, 10 last year. And then somebody else says, well, that's normal. And no, actually the number of books... The average, okay, I heard, I read this statistic the other day. Of all the books published in the last few years, let's go back 10 years, the average sale in the lifetime of those books is 300 volumes. Mm-hmm. So when we throw the big, you know, New York Times bestsellers, when we throw Jim Comey's book in there, I don't know how that's selling, but anyway, you know, those have to be offset with the ones that aren't doing anything to come up with 300. Well, uh, I, I'm flabbergasted, or I was flabbergasted, and that was one of the things that started that prompted the re, the revision or the revitalization of this show, because the principles are the same. They're no different than uh, selling uh, hamburgers. They're no different than selling real estate. They're no different than anything else. And uh, that's what we've been focusing on. But we're, we've had uh, Diane uh, Stevenson from up in Canada has been with us for a long time. I really appreciate this lovely lady. And a person that I've met since I started doing this again. Um, and we have Gerara King who's been around as uh, yeah, this sounds bad as, as long as Diane. I mean, you know, they've both been good friends on this show for many, many years. Okay, I don't want to put put uh, you know age on anybody here. But three hundred copies per book. 
That is the average, yes, uh, Gerara. What? I have heard 250. What? I had heard 250. Well, I, well again, statistic. You know, the, the article I read was the average of all books in the United States yeah. is 300. What? Yes. Well, so that makes me one of the top people in the country. <laughs> 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 well, that, that that's really, Gerard, you know, I, and thank you very much for chiming in here. That That's what I'm trying to talk about, and that's what I'm trying to get people uh to maybe change their mindset. I have a website called Best Business Mindset, and one of the things, uh, there's an article in there, simple blog post, do you have a seller's mindset or a buyer's mindset? Unfortunately, authors reading these groups, getting on Facebook, they are so quick to buy Joe Schmuck's $297 course on how to market your book, And the next week they go buy Sam Jones's uh, $400 course on how to use keywords when you advertise on Google to sell your book. When they could take that same money, not even a pittance of that money, and learn a mindset of a seller instead of the mindset of a buyer. And, and that, those two words are really important. You either have the mindset of a buyer or the mindset of a seller. And I've been accused in my lifetime, which I've never considered derogatory, people say, do you ever quit selling? (laughs) And I say no, because that's who I am, you see. (laughs) And, and, you know, the, the, the nonprofits that I work for, I am selling them. I'm selling their, their concept, uh, The other day, Shirley and I were out to dinner, and the couple next to us, the guy had a Vietnam War hat on, and he started talking to us, and the old thing, you know, he's retired, and what do you do? And and I said, well, you know, I said, when did you serve? And he told me, and I reached in my pocket and pulled out a card for Jim Strauss's Vietnam book. I didn't tell him to go buy it. I said, oh, by the way, you see the website there? You can read all these books for free. That's selling, oh. folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, because whether he ever goes there, he didn't throw the card back in my face. I did not pursue the topic anymore, but I gave him the opportunity if he might be interested. Now, did I make the right choice in probably assuming that he might be interested because of the way he was dressed, right? Right. You know, I mean, it just that was kind of an automatic thing. But... All this leads up to Nancy, who, no, it does, because... It leads to me. <laughs> I, Nancy befriended, I, I forget how it all started, what, what, what platform it was, but it was Facebook, but I don't know what group or whether it was just people, and she would keep putting little homilies up and keep mentioning Frank, who was her husband. And I just kind of connected with her and... She, she says, well, I have all these letters from Frank when he was away at the war. And, and she started sharing some of these on Facebook. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, girl. I mean, <laughs> the, the, these things are powerful. And then, of course, you get to know the person. Like, like I've gotten to know Gerara and, and Diane, and they each have a unique personality. So here, I'm going to sum it up. I encouraged Nancy to start a website and start posting 
chapter by chapter the book that she is writing. And Nancy, tell us about. I mean, the work is done as far as the writing side of it. Now you're collating and 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 putting into presentation. Correct. Right, right. And, 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 and we don't have a title. You don't have a title for the book now, but basically tell the audience today what the book is, is about. Well, it, it's, it, it hits a lot of uh, uh, genres. Is that how you say that word? Genres, yeah. Uh-huh. Different. And um, it's truly about um, um, a, a, a soulmate love that, that happened very quick. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you know, we started going together at the end of November, and we're engaged in February and married in May. Yeah. And only because he was in basic training. And uh, uh, I followed him. We were 18, and I followed him wherever he went, except his last year was in Vietnam, and that's where the letters come from. But uh, it was um, – it covers lots of things. It covers um, uh, you're not only going to know me as who I am, but right. you'll also know him through those letters and the person he was, and he'll tell you, you know. And and that's that's what I think is interesting because I don't have to say, you know, this is how he was. He's going to show you how yeah. he was through his letters. In other words, because I've read, I've been privy to read some of these, and I'm read. Frank is talking to me. I mean, yes. he was talking to you, but when I'm reading them, he's talking to me. He is talking to the reader, yeah. and he talks to you like you're in the room with oh, him. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, that's the beauty of it, even to the point of saying, uh, wait just a minute, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I bet you didn't even know I was gone. And, you know, uh, that's how he writes, and he's a real uh, uh, focused on, on every little aspect of what he's doing. His, his, uh, he tells me every single thing he's done that day just about. And then, then he talks, uh, not only that, he'll talk about, we had no children at that time, but he'll talk about what kind of father he wants to be, uh, also what kind of grandfather. And uh, he also talks about uh, how it's okay for a man to love a woman and tell her. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's one of the most beautiful letters I've ever He says, you know, everybody thinks you have to be macho as a man and you can't let a woman see how much you love her because then it's not manly. But then he's decided that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And he's going to tell me how much and, and, he loves And he, he's in the battlefield when he's writing this. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, then, you know, he goes on and he talks about the war and, and why, you know, the... The devastation there, and he's up in a tower, and how beautiful it would be if it wasn't smoking and burning everywhere, and bombs going off, and um, uh, you know things like that, and why men can't sit down and just talk about things and and not not send people to war, and you know he he's he's really finding himself, mm-hmm. and um, uh, then he talks you know about. The unfairness of what's going on, you know, and and uh, he's pretty discouraged with with uh, branch of service he's in because they have well they didn't exactly tell him the truth all the time. Oh really? <laughs> it kind of reminds us of our friend Jim Strauss. <laughs> yeah, and um, so and he's also you know he rebels a little bit over there. He he never rebelled until he got there, and he just flat. 
you know, they were going to put him up for uh, Specialist 5, and he just flat told them he didn't want it mm-hmm. because they'd promised him that in Okinawa so I could fly, we could fly our stuff and me home. Mm-hmm. And what? And they told him, oh, yeah, oh, okay, sign the paper to go to Nam. So he signed it, and then that never happened. Yeah. So he just he ended up paying his own way to Vietnam because mm-hmm. he had to take a leave and had to pay. To, he caught a hot oh, wow. home but had oh. to pay to go back. He hadn't seen his folks in two and a half years. Yeah. And he was going straight transfer to Vietnam from uh, Okinawa. So anyway, he couldn't catch a hop back, so he ended up having to pay for it. And then there's that letter from Nam that, oh, yeah, the Army finally caught up with my, I think, TSA, whatever he called yeah. it. And uh, he says, I got a whole, whole, he was supposed to get two or $300, and he got about uh, 80-something dollars. And he says, yeah, this is fair. I, I needed to pay my way to Vietnam. Yeah, right. right. I owe you, Uncle Sam. Well, right. well, Nancy, you've had these on your, I mean, in the box. And by the way, folks, at, at her website, nancyluhenderson.com. I want to share with you, Nancy started this website just about four and a half days ago, maybe five days. I, I, I can't right. remember. It, well, it, 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 it was this week, okay, basically, or, you know, the last few days. And it, it's not slick. It's not finished. There's, there's only six chapters, the, the beginning chapters of the book up right now. And, I mean, we're really getting to know Nancy and Frank and this very love affair, this very quick love affair. And, I mean, just reading what I've read, I, I think Frank you know, could, be my, could have been my best friend if I had the opportunity to right. meet him. And, and, and your brother. I mean, the, the way you share these things. Now, these aren't the letters. This is Nancy telling a story. And that's what I want to emphasize. Nancy Henderson is Nancy. Diane Stevenson is Diane, and and Gerara is Gerara, and Jim Strauss is Jim Strauss. They all have a common affinity to share the written word, but they're not at all alike in their delivery, in their their way, in the language they use. And what's driving me nuts is to read these groups where somebody says, well, you can't say that, or the sentence can't be like that, or the chapter has to be so many words, and the paragraphs have to be so... I mean, who gives a crap about this? I'm sorry, that's my feeling, because I have not seen any of that impact the sales of the book. What impacts the sales of a book? And that's what we're, we've talked about here. Nancy's site started April 19th. So that is what, six days? No. April 19th, 20th? Five days. Four, five days. She has had 549 unique visitors, and they have read 1,333 pages. I mean, this is a brand new site, folks. And so far, no one's told me to change to uh, add a paragraph. Or well, <laughs> well, nobody is because you're not involved in those groups. You're not. You're not. You're not sharing it with the groups of writers who I think spend more time worrying about how somebody else writes instead of focusing on marketing their book. Because what here's what Nancy's doing is she also started her Facebook page, and she has a Twitter page. And basically, all you've done is posted on your Facebook page 
that the website was there and you directed people to there's basically two parts of your website one of them is love letters from the heart which is the the book and the other is what you call the widow's blog and that's really i i honestly believe that's where you because that's a, such a huge mark i mean a just see so many people have affinity to what you're talking about and 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 so there's actually two different things out there on her website and and the, she's getting equally you know people are equally reading the love letters the six chapters and and they're also reading your your blog posts you know the uh, uh, uh here Nancy's trying to she climbs up on a ladder with a chainsaw cuz she's been doing this for 21 years she's been by herself a widow for 21 years and and <laughs> she gets the, I mean it, you got to read it it's just it's hilarious and and her ability to share it you, you're laughing in the aisles you know so this is what i wish people who have the talent gosh i wish i had the talent to do that to write and share so well uh but to have the mindset of a seller because really Nancy Lou Henderson is out here selling Nancy Lou Henderson and build what we call a tribe. Now, the next thing Nancy's going to do is she wanted to get this done the last five days. She's going to have a system where you can sign up and she's going to tell you very uh, upfront. The only thing you're going to hear from me is when I post a new chapter of the book. And I really appreciate you you joining in with me and 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 uh, you know commenting and so on. So that list she's going to be building a list because you know if you're at chapter six today you want to read more you just want to read more. But she's not offering them anything. She's not giving anything away. She's not giving them a discount. She's not going to go out on a date with them if they sign up for her list. She. <laughs> She, she's just she's just being upfront and saying, "Hey, if you like what you read, and, and you want to read more, put your email down, and I'll be sending you an update." And what's happening also over on the Facebook page is people, when she posts her post about a new chapter, there's a whole bunch of people who want to share that because they like her. And and she's probably going to ask people every once in a while, hey, by the way, I sure appreciate if you let your friends know about this post. By the way, for those of you that are using Facebook, I don't suggest you say in the text of the post, the thing up front, you know, please share. Uh, the, the, those words are red flags now for Facebook, okay? So you say things like, what did I just say? I can't remember anymore, but it was, um, uh, you know, let your friends know about this. You, you don't say, please share I, with your friends. You say, I don't like like either, I think. No, no, just, just you know, if, if you all like what I've written, join us join up with us you know that that kind of a conversation so but i don't i didn't look at your facebook page but um it's probably doing pretty decent too isn't it oh uh, it i'm i'm not sure how the statistics go but there was uh 594 people that actually visited one and 
three hundred on the uh, or something on the. Well, your your posts this week because it just started three days ago has reached eleven hundred and seventeen people. Okay. Which is pretty decent, I would think. I I don't know. Um, that's more people than I, I know on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but I mean here here we go uh, on the post that you said the widows. You know we you mentioned the wonder one. See here's here's ladies and I'm going to read this because here's another mistake I've seen the authors do on their Facebook fan page. They don't tell me why I should go to their website. They just automatically say, if that if I po- hey, I just posted a new chapter, that, that you're going to get excited. But here's what Nancy wrote. A wonderful Sunday at church with the grandchildren and the great-grand. I have a lot more to do, but also getting the widow's blog section set up on the new website. Have many stories to tell, and we'll also focus on true love, how true love endures and challenges of widowhood. Come on over to the site, read and comment. Love to hear your thoughts and stories. Okay, and then there's the link to the page called the Widow's Blog, which has how many posts do you have on that now? You've got. I think there's four on there. Four, right? but there's more coming. I understand. Oh yeah, there's a lot more yeah. that haven't been put up. But yet. but see, I just D- Diane, I I know you're into this same group, but didn't you just feel invited? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you would probably yeah. want to go there, wouldn't you? Right, yeah, exactly. Now, would a 20-year-old want to go there? I don't know. You, you see? Yeah, exactly. But then again, her book and what she's writing isn't initially going to appeal to the 20-year-old. No. Not unless they're history buffs or something like that. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, typically that's not that's not who's going to hit this, you know. No. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you uh, have girl, when you say love story, you might have um, younger girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, uh, you know, because we were so young, once they get in there, they'll see the uh, trials of doing different things and, and everything. It, it's, it's um, you know, as a teenage young girl at one time, I thought love stories were great, you know. So, but that would be, I don't know about guys. I don't know what guys thought at that time. Well, I didn't know what they thought. But, <laughs> but I, I think you, uh, Lisa Fredrickson, who, who I think you met her on this call, uh, she kind of agrees that your initial market is going to be ladies, okay? I mean, your 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 larger larger portion of your initial market. But I have to share with people on the call. Please go to either her blog someday, nancyluhenderson.com. Go to her Facebook page, Nancy Lou Henderson. And when she did the uh, uh, Love Letters from the Heart, that the picture that she chose is she and Frank. And I'm sorry, folks, I have great-grandchildren that look the same age that she and Frank are in this picture. And you were, what, 17? We were both 18, and we're, we have real baby faces. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say, because when I see 18-year-olds today, they don't look anything like you guys. You, you know what I mean? They look old and worn out. And, and here's these two fresh cherubic faces. You know, I mean, Frank is definitely a guy, a man, and you're oh, definitely yeah. a lady. You know, but I—it it just—I'm sorry—I get excited because this to me is reality, and, and 
And on the Facebook page, the picture is actually us, the last picture we took before he died. And he died probably three years after that picture. Right. That's the one that is on your Facebook page, which is what we call the the picture, you know, not the big banner, but the the picture to the left. Right. And there are so many. All of the pictures, by the way, on the the chapter, and that, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but that chapter, those six chapters are actually one chapter I wrote all together, which was long. And um, But then uh, Chuck but, stepped in and told you it's too long. <laughs> but the pictures are actually, uh, uh, most of them, uh, I think one was Googled, the showboat, and mm-hmm. uh, most of the rest of them are actual pictures. Right. That of things that uh, uh, are actually here. I, uh, well, well you you still have that? Uh, that was an anklet or a bracelet that Frank well, gave you? Yeah, ID bracelet that he bought me the Christmas uh, after the first Christmas we we were actually going together and right. we you know hadn't been going together maybe thirty days anyway and it had his name on it. It's an ID bracelet with his name on right. it. Right. And and then the uh, next the next chapter you actually showing the engagement ring February seventh nineteen six I mean I just okay I'm not here to sell Nancy I'm trying to get everybody who listens to this program today tomorrow and in the future that we all can do this if you have a desire to do it okay everybody can't write a book everybody shouldn't write a book but those people that have a story to tell that could probably Im- – I think that's what drives writers. And, and Diane can jump in here. I believe it's a true, honest, human, human humanitarian desire to share with other people. I, I don't think the original intention is to sell books. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't what do you think, Diane? Story ...and to have someone else read it and benefit from it. Right, That's right. That's the main thing, that if they can get some, either to benefit as far as it helping them in some problem in their life or mm-hmm. benefit them in a sense of entertainment. It's, it's yeah. Taken them Why? And, and I always looked at and, and brought them into another world that they've enjoyed. And mm-hmm. Right. And and too, Diane, I looked at the the uh, commitment that we made to each other as as a true commitment. You know, we didn't live together and marry right. six seven years later. We married and committed to each other. And and you know, <clears throat> most of what I write is is the humor of the things that we did. We had some uh, bad times and and stuff, but what you remember. When you get my age, is is those really fun, loving times, and uh, and I, I I go through there and 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 let people know, you know, we don't have a car, we don't have fun, we're walking to town dragging dragging laundry, you know. <laughs> but it also shows how we bond, how we kept bonding and kept yeah. bonding, and became and and really became one. And uh, I think that's something that's out there that needs to be reestablished out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that we're definitely lacking socially today yes, in yes. so many areas. Mm-hmm. And when I was kind of being put, you know, I found out by talking to my sister-in-law, and I, this is off the subject a little bit, but um, I didn't realize when I found these letters, there was a reason I had asked God a certain question. And uh, he had, I had a dream, and I dreamed about a cedar chest, and, and Frank was telling me, go look in the cedar chest. And when I went out to the shed after I finally figured out what cedar chest, 
I found the, this box of letters, and in in it um, was a message to me in the last letter, which was a message that he gave to me back then, but it was also that our love was forever, uh, for everything and would be for eternity. Mm-hmm. And um, But I was telling my sister, she says, when did you find those letters? And I said, the end of January somewhere. Well, I wrote a letter to Frank when I found them. I just felt like I wanted to sit down and write a letter to him and um, put it with uh, the stuff with the, that I was going to do with the book. And when I figured out the date, it was on his death date that I had. Oh, my had gosh. And oh my uh, gosh. I did not realize that until this weekend. Hmm. And so there was more of a message there. And I felt like God was pushing me to write this because I asked him, what do you want me to do? And then I, this all happened. And then, you know, so many people have read a little bit of it uh a God-given gift of of, of marriage and and um, how it's supposed to be and and uh, of a Christian marriage and how it's supposed to be and um, you know then also it's surviving it's surviving after you lose that person that that you were totally with and then you realize that you are one body and soul now and and He lives through me as I do things and. Uh, and and th- that'll be developed even further as the widow, because the love letters, the book, love letters from the heart. That's going to, you know, that that has an end somewhere, but the widow's blog doesn't, right? I mean, if, if that's the way I see it, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's uh, uh, the last chapter in the book. I, I've got to go in. I haven't put anywhere in there about finding the box of letters and how. Mm-hmm. That 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 chapter will be by the called by the grace of God because it was that I survived that time, right. and um, uh, but I want people to know that God works in their life that way. That they, I ask Him, you know, why am I still here? Why am I still working and mowing and doing this? And my child is grown and gone, and my grandkids are marrying. And what is it you want me to do to get to heaven to be with Him? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, I didn't have a desire to not be here, but I just needed, I needed a go. Mm-hmm. I, I needed something. And uh, I think everybody needs a purpose all the time. Right. And uh, that is what happened. And when I went to that typewriter, it flowed. It just mm-hmm. flowed. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, flawless, but it flowed. It was like going in a time machine and just everything <laughs> was coming so fast. And I couldn't keep up with it sometimes, you know. And uh, I think this is probably way over 800 pages of, of type, small type. And um, um, some of the stories I just sat down and wrote by hand, and I thought, I can't do this. I need to type. You know, it was coming too fast. Now, you're and, still doing the dictation, aren't you? Oh, yeah. In yeah. there, yeah. I, I've got that, what's the name of that little Dragon, book? Dragon, yeah. That dragon, yeah, I, I still have the dragon. Because you're doing something that a lot of writers don't, and, and I think we should you know, kind of disclose this, is Nancy, instead of reading the letters and trying to type, she's finding it easier to read the letter out loud, which is typing for her. And then she can go back and annotate and change and put a comma where it's needed and so on. So those of you that have memoirs, those of you that may be in the that, that, are, that want to write and share 
these types of things, you may seriously want to consider using audio to text to read the letters because the other thing is, I, well, at least me, okay, and of course I'm not like you ladies, but when I'm reading something, in t- number one, I can't type, okay, I'm hunt and peck, and, and I've got something that I'm reading to the right of me, and I go to the type, and then I look back there, I seem distracted, you know, I'm, and that's where all the errors pop up. So the fact that she's picking it up in front of her and reading, and while she's reading, the typewriter is working, I think is, is really cool. I, and the, the beautiful thing is it's all written in those 118, 20 letters. I have already typed, and his, his handwriting was so hard to read. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I figured that out again when I, I had not done the uh, letters at all from, uh, I had just excerpted a little bit from basic camp. But then I realized they he, they were just full of him telling exactly what was going on. Yeah. Anyway, so, and I thought, someone may go to basic camp and not know what they're getting into. Well, yeah, like I, you're, you're giving them a lesson on basic camp. Uh, here, basic here's, camp. This is what's really going to happen. Anyway, but... Uh, uh, I was trying to read, like you say, look at that letter and read, and it was written in a red felt tilt pen, and he would have together, and, and I'm going, I don't even know where I am, because he didn't paragraph a lot, and never, yeah. and so I'm going, oh my gosh, but once I found I could actually go to my my tablet and hold them in front of me, and I typed them in that way, but... That was before I had the dragon, and uh, it, it's going to be really easy when I get to those typewritten letters to do yeah. um, with that. And Grammarly, of course, I don't Grammarly his stuff um, too much. Uh, no, I, because I, we I, want to keep the sense, and Grammarly does a great job, but even on Jim's writing, Jim Strauss, uh-huh. he's talking jungle talk. You know what I'm trying to say, right, battle, right. battle talk. And Grammarly doesn't understand some of the syntax, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so we don't allow Grammarly to correct that. Right. Be, because he's sharing dialogue that was happening. And and so are you. I mean, and, and, and Frank's stuff, you know. And and so I think we all have to be cautious. Now, I'm not saying you don't edit it. I'm not saying that, that right. that's not important. But I think each each piece of literature has to fit what it is, who it is, what it has to say and not follow rules. I, that's, I guess that's what I've never followed rules in my life. So, Well, and I've, I've got to figure out, um, um, I don't mind. I, I, there's certain times I would really love to put a picture of the letters in there because of the fact that uh, you can see so much. Yeah. Like I, I, I shared one with y'all before. I think about where you could. It, he started. He was upset, and you couldn't hardly read it. It was everywhere and tiny, and and it was like he was stressed. You know, yeah. and as he kept writing to me and it and softened. opening up what was going on, it just started flowing, yeah. and uh, his writing did. And that to me is just um, uh, something you don't see in text or type or anything right. else. And and uh, uh, that's something that people should know, and I think people should still write letters. When yeah. I first started sharing them, I would say, write letters, write a letter, yeah. you know. And when my son went to Saudi, I tried, I wrote him a letter, a real letter, and mailed it. It came back because I don't, I didn't put Kingdom of Somebody on there, yeah. anyway. But um, it, 
it's something to say that is part of that person. That's part of them. That's that's their handwriting. That's their emotions. Well, let me offer a suggestion on what you just said. On your website, and and Jim did that. He put a little excerpt of his letter, you know, because he mailed his letters home to Mary, and she kept all those for the last fifty years. And you may want to on the website. Uh, take a scan of the letter and load it onto that post, you see, as an example. Now, on the book, the published book, we all know that books with a lot of pictures become costly to print, and they do reduce the margin of profit for the author. But what you may do, since your book is unique, or not unique, but it's different than normal, uh, I guess that's the same thing, isn't it? Uh, in the, mid, in the middle of your book, you may have a four or five or six pages of photographs, images, you see. And, and that could be where you would put the actual letter. And when the book is being published, there would be a parentheses there, go to page, you know what I'm trying to say, well, what he calls right. iBids or something. Footnote or something like that. Yeah. Well, what are your that, thoughts on uh, that, Diane? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because a, a lot of books you read, um, their biographies or autobiographies and stuff like that, they will have a center section uh-huh. with, with photographs of the people or their 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 families and whatever. Yeah, that's because the pictures with, of she when and they were when they were babies and when they yeah, were their yeah. family home and then right. when they get older and the different different major events in their lives or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I'm thinking about though is you said there was over 800 pages. Right. And I know that in this day and age, yeah. most people do not want to read that much. Yeah. Well, and why I don't think... you, when you get it actually published, why don't you do it in two or three sections? Yeah, she, she might oh, do that. Then you, you have people coming back for more. Right. And they say that when, when, you, um, when you publish a second book, you have a, a return of sales for the first book somehow. Mm-hmm. And when you yep. publish the next one, your first two will have a rise in sales again. Because people right. that haven't read that and see the third one, for instance, they're going to want to get the first and second one. Right. Yeah, we've noticed that on Jim's because the 30 days in September, mm-hmm. this is a, a, only a 30-day time period. Eight. And the first book is 380 pages. That's the first 10 days. Mm-hmm. And the second 10 days is 500 pages. Mm-hmm. And the third 10 days is going to be about 500 pages. Mm-hmm. But I noticed on sales today... Almost everybody that's buying book two, I mean, there's a book one and book two being sold together. Does, does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. And, and when book three comes out, there's a whole new market that has been following the website right. that will want to buy all three. Right. And and that's, the, obviously, I mean, let's just be frank, folks, there's more profit margin in that than there is in selling one book. That's right. right. And so, it's... I think that 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 one book would probably be the letters. Uh, uh, it, it's gonna. Uh, I hope that can all get in there. There's 250 pages just of, or 250 to 280 pages just of type letters. Mm-hmm. Wow. A little bit of explanation in between it, where what I remember was going on with me and and why he's talking. You know why he's 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 asking me these things. But he pretty much says. 
In your last letters I read, you asked me, number one, this, 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 and he answers the question. So I do have a little bit of what I wrote. Yeah. But, uh, you know, not a lot, but a little bit. And uh, But I, I kind of remember, too, after I got into it, I would remember it. But um, it, the first part is, is more us in, in the service before, you know, getting married and uh, getting to know each other, getting married, and then... Um, you know, how many people get thrown in the swimming pool when they get married? I mean, <laughs> Not too many. But um, we actually, uh, on our, uh, we were known in Bay City for the couple who got thrown in the uh, swimming pool at the Oasis. Um, <laughs> we had our reception. Um, it was, had to do with a brother who was in the service also and some friends of Frank's that he knew in high school. Anyway, uh, but... And Frank picked me up, just holding me over the water, and then my big brother pushed us back yeah, in. Yeah, and then Jimmy pushed in. <laughs> All of our going away stuff and everything, you know, we were drenched. Then we right. find ourselves trying to get away from him and going to Frank's folks' house, and we're married, but he goes in one room, I go in the other room to change clothes. Yeah. Well, hey, don't don't give it all away, Nancy. Come on okay, now. I won't. We... I'm sorry. It's just coming to my head. Oh. Well, again, I and this development, what we're hearing, uh, those of you that will listen to this tomorrow and the next day, we we the, the the idea of writing a book, if you have one within you that you want to share, don't don't let the stops. In other words, let let the stops out. Uh, do it. And, and, you know, it's like, I'll be honest with you, I challenged Nancy. You know, she's, what, 2,000 miles away or 1,300, 1,400 miles. I said, you're going to get your website up and you're going to set up your Facebook page. And, you know, you know, you hear that. I said, no, you're going to do it. Otherwise, you're going to sit here and talk about it for the next six years and it's not going to get done. And and I'll tell you right now, this this is a, bring something home uh I have, you know, everybody knows I'm in my 70s, big deal. There's a lot of people in their 80s. But I have friends who I've known for many years, and they have unique backgrounds, I mean, unique life experiences. I I think of our retired chief of police, Bob Becerra, who now has a church, a recovery church. And Bob grew up in Dunsmere, California, which is way up in the high Sierras on the way to Oregon, and uh, it's a railroad-switching town. That's really what it's there, on the banks of the Sacramento River, which is just a creek, you know. And But, I mean, there were cowboys and Indians up there, you know what I mean, back in the 40s. I mean, you know, people don't realize that, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And Bob has so many anecdotal stories from growing up in that mountain town in Northern California, which was way behind progress. You know, it was not Southern California. And and we have argued back and forth. He says, I got to sit down and write it. I got to sit down and write it. And not only that, he has to sit down and narrate it. Bob has to happens to be a professional announcer also. And, oh, wow. and so, you know, now, Bob is not doing well health-wise, and Priscilla, his wife, lovely wife, is still in the hospital. She had a stroke. So life gets in the way, right? I just want to say this to my friends who might have a little bit of age on us. Don't put off today, because we may not have the opportunity to be here tomorrow. Okay. And even if you only got half the book done, 
that could, as Diane said, and I loved what you emphasized, Diane, that what you write, if it only helped one person come to a solution or an epiphany in their life, you, you, you've really performed well. Right. And and so let's not you know who put it a uh, uh, one of oh, uh, Charlene Burke who comes on the on the show uh, Sh- Charlene today put up on her Facebook post uh, uh, about the days of the week and and someday and I made the comment everybody's heard this I I have never seen a calendar with someday on it mm-hmm. there is no someday in any calendar mm-hmm. so. Uh, you know, let's let's not wait. I, I feel that same way, and I tell my mother that all the time. She says, well, I'm getting all of I said, Mom, you could, even if you're 20, you could die the next day. Oh, yeah. No one, yeah. Yeah, everybody has. Babies die every day. Yeah. yeah everybody has has their own limit on earth, and, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's there. But I said, you know, live. And she said, i got to save this for the i got to make sure you kids have some money. Well, Mom, spend it. You know, spend it. We don't need it. You know, it's, it's, it's um, uh, go do something. Have fun. You know, it, it, don't worry. Quit worrying and go do this stuff. You know, five kids, she, I guess she thinks she, we're all we're all in our 60s now, and so I would think. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Diane. You, you don't know if you have tomorrow, and, and that's, that's one thing that Chuck inspired me to do, and I never thought I am the most excited thing uh, to learn that I can actually get in there and do what I've done so far. I, I'm, I'm in awe. She's a webmaster, Diane. <laughs> actually could do that mm-hmm. and um, yeah me too when i first set up my my web oh, i felt really? like that too yeah but, and now it's gone so <laughs> yeah I, and, and <laughs> i all over again yeah i don't know how that happened diane and no I, I don't either but i yeah. just i don't i i just i'd like to try again but i just don't know where to get the c-panel from so well we'll we're i think mark is trying to do something i don't know i haven't heard from him in the last couple right. of days but yeah, uh, all right. and, and you know that's it's another thing time. With, a day or two isn't gonna hurt yeah <laughs> i i i want to share with the audience the audience out there uh the people tomorrow uh we've i've had a website since i came online at 2004 and i've lost a couple because i went I, I want to say I went the cheap way. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say. And I learned that it's extremely expensive to lose one if your website is well-seasoned. Yeah. And it's like the decision that, that Jim made, uh, and, and I, I know that everybody can't do this, and I'm not suggesting they should, but there will be a time if you do have that website that sells the 20, 30 books a day, which... Nancy and Diane can easily do. Uh, you may want to consider what's called dedicated hosting, which means you, there's nothing else on that uh, server but you. Okay, and um, uh, because you know it, it, they can't be hacked. For, you know what I'm trying to say. It has so much security because most of the hosting today is on shared hosting, and I'm not trying to scare everybody. But you may have good security, but there are other people on that hosting server that may not have the security, okay? 
and they get hacked, which allows the hacker to get in and wipe out a cPanel. Oh, wow. You, 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 I mean, again, we're not going to belabor no, this. No, we're not going to worry about you know, just, that Just all. like I'm, I'm going to go bowl tomorrow even though I could fall down and break a leg, but I'm right. still going to go bowling, you know. But there is the ultimate thing that you would long-term when cash flow, you know, when that becomes a valuable asset, we all should consider the dedicated hosting. Now, I will say what Mark has now for Diane and I mean for for uh, Nancy and and it wasn't then um Mark it's costing a little more mm-hmm. than than what it used to yeah. but there's nobody strange on the server you know what I mean very Mark is being very controlled who who's on that right. server yeah. and he needs like uh the, the one thing is is he is an administrator of Nancy's website right Good. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, he he's already been back there doing things security-wise that that I don't know and you don't know. Do you, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And, every, and that's why you, every while something pops up and says this or that, and I, well, uh, I'm sure Mark got that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't worry about it. Either, um, uh, I'm I'm still you know really learning the whole process of uh, you know pictures and things and yeah. and. And that kind of stuff, and actually learning now when someone made a co- when a couple of comments, and yeah. I had to go figure out how to do that. But uh, uh, that uh, is, I I've still got some, a lot of stuff to learn. Well, here, we but, all do. I mean, you know, I I learn every it, day. Um, um, it's fascinating to, to me uh, exactly that I'm even there. I mean, I've got five. <laughs> My computer at one time, I used to couldn't even get into one, really. <laughs> when I'm flipping back and forth, and I'm going, wow, this is so cool. And I'm going, and I don't even have a mouse yet. I'm having to squiggle around on that little thing. Uh, yeah, you better get a mouse, girl. <laughs> i got to get a mouse. I, not, uh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. But um, uh, it's it's something. But I'll tell you this. This is, this is how I'll leave you with this. My grandson was sitting here when uh I had called and asked you a question or something and and uh uh we were talking and he I think you heard him and he said something and uh and I, he said, No, no, go ahead. When I got off the phone with him with you, he looked at me in a different aspect. He as a as a different person. He didn't see me as Mimi who cooks and keeps his kids and <laughs> Yeah. the house and make sure they're all got plenty of junk to eat. He looked at me as Nancy Lou. Yeah. He looked at me as a person who was a young person who actually is a real personality. <laughs> of a Mimi. And it was it and he immediately went and shared my site. Yeah, he did. He and, did. Uh, I I you know, he he just you know, it was like Wow, she really has something going on up there. Yeah. Looking, you know, and but it was the neatest feeling for me because, um, uh, you know, most of the time, you know, your kids think you're a little stupid. Yeah, and we they are. have I mean, grandkids, and they have to get older to realize that you. <laughs> it's funny. The the older I get, the smarter my dad gets, or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was that way with my mom and dad right. too. Right. But it was just an aha moment for him. Yeah. He 
uh, wow, my, my, my Mimi's on a computer flipping around doing some stuff and talking to some guy in California, and I haven't even got a clue what's going well, on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Hey, Gerara and Nancy and Diana, it's that witching hour. Uh, I'm at 428, and um, I just want to thank you both, for uh, three of you, all three of you for showing up. Gerara was quiet today, but that's cool. Um, the I'm obviously catching Nancy's excitement. I think Diane has also. And, and Diane, when you have time, uh, I'll make the ask, uh, visit nancyloohenderson.com. There isn't a lot there. Like I said, it's, you know, what do you got? You got maybe ten articles, ten chapters of things. Yeah, and the Love Letters has six, and then the um, um, six chapters, and then the I, – I haven't edited real good. If you want to comment on that and yeah. tell me what – that that's what Jim loves is his readers always say, hey, by the way, you forgot a, a, a quotation mark. At the, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's they got the word out or something. Yeah. And, they got and, transferred, and then I got Grammarly after those went up. And um, um, I tried to get in there real quick, and, and I thought, well, I, I, I was burning midnight oil yeah. uh, there for a few days. But um, it's, you know, I appreciate that. I, it doesn't bother me at all. Um I find um, that no matter how careful you are, you're gonna still know. Yeah. It could be oh, yeah. a typo. And Diane's an editor too. We have to remember that, you know. Right, and that's even that's Chuck that's told me quit saying I, 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 yeah. I, I, the mm-hmm. sentence. Yeah. And I looked and I thought instead of I, I, I was having a bad day, was having a bad day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's me turn, anyway. You can turn your sentence that's around sometimes too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Front and, and like I, I've been editing. Um, I've got to some. The stories, a book of stories, and uh, I have been doing some pretty strong editing this and uh, uh, that this last couple of weeks. I'm on I'm third way, third time through in the wow. last weeks. But I've I've noticed in a lot of places I've got was 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 mm-hmm. was. That's not an active verb. Yeah. And it's not good to keep doing that. So I have to keep thinking of new ways of how do you how do you make that sentence? Sometimes you can't get rid of it, and there's no, no. need to get rid of every one of them. But the, you can turn things around, like it was a wonderful day, or, or the day I, was wonderful, or the day the day turned out to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My problem is with the I had had. Oh yeah, I try to stay away from that as much. As I, well, I've learned to. I I go back. No, that is not yeah. going to work because that I don't yeah. even know how to punctuate that, and I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I and, took uh, those but, too. <laughs> but that's how I think sometimes, and and I'm going. Nope, I didn't going to do it. But, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate any of that. Um, uh, I used to know how, and I've learned to break down sentences, um, uh, talking to Chuck to just break it up, mm-hmm. you know, into different paragraphs. And, um, uh, and a variety of lengths of sentences and a variety in length of paragraphs is right. good, too. Right. Guest and, Six and, just joined us as we're leaving the show tonight and said, oh, I've no. had... And and they they typed in the chat box I've had I V E had you know, and uh, we're going to be back next week, ladies and gentlemen. I hope those of you that are with us today might come back, and uh, I, I know that Diane's going to be helping Nancy, and Nancy might help Diane. And and by the way, Nancy did put up a Facebook page, which is Nancy Lou Henderson, just like her website is NancyLouHenderson.com. 
And Gerara, uh, I'm looking for the day when I can put a website together. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Gerara puts together a website when he gets out of contract with his ruthless publisher, and uh, he can get in control of the five, six books that he's written that are just top-notch. And uh, so... Anyway, I've got to push the button, end the call. You ladies know that you can stay here and talk as long as you like. <clears throat> I'm going to go take care of my boss, and uh, you ladies can... I'm going to stop the recording, though. Thank you all for showing up next week. Same time, same station, 6.30 Eastern. Come and join us on You Can Build It, Your Business. Thank you all very much. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.